0: Hello and welcome to Shelf Check, a podcast about books, pop culture, and hobbies. Mm -hmm. Shelf Check comes from Arlington Public Library in Arlington, Texas. I'm Miranda. I'm Mark. And I'm Tamara. So let's talk. Okay, so today we're talking hobbies, Mm -hmm. leisure activities. We all have them.
1: Yeah, it's the kind of thing that you think you know what the word means until someone asks you to define it, and then you realize there's all kinds of things that Kind of, could, could, could potentially squishy. be a hobby. Okay,
2: Mark, can yeah. you define so, what hobbies are?
1: Well, I can because okay. one of my hobbies is lexicography and I always mm-hmm. keep lots of dictionaries handy. And so I'm going to start I with… I would never uh, know that. Yeah, yeah, it's amazing. <laughs> um, it's a good hobby for a reference librarian to have, which also, that's something we discuss later is the degree to which hobbies inform um, one's uh, real job and vice mm-hmm. versa. Mm-hmm. Sometimes they're super distinct. Sometimes there's a lot of overlap. Mm-hmm. But anyway, I always, I always keep lots of dictionaries handy. And uh, so here's here's from one. Um, an activity or interest pursued for pleasure or relaxation and not as a main occupation. Sometimes the definitions include uh, whether it is paid or not, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. whether... Um, uh, I might take a little bit of issue with uh, relaxation because sometimes <laughs> it, is definitely, it can take your mind off. Sorry, things, that's but, a but laugh but
0: of knowing
2: from some yeah, of yeah. my hobbies. Uh, you know, hobbies. A word that I would throw in there is focus.
1: Focus, yes. And Perhaps obsessions Hobbies can become obsessions <laughs> mm-hmm. and so forth. Yes. Yeah. And uh, sometimes you, I can't rest because my hobby's not done. Yeah, right. yeah. yeah. I um, definitely
0: have one of those minds that sometimes if if I'm presented with a question or I'm trying to figure out a problem mm-hmm. of some type, my mind basically just won't let it go until I come to some answer that um, satisfies me. Yeah. And in the same way with hobbies, it's always a new, it's often the, the, most, the most exciting part is definitely when it, there's so many new things to learn. Right. Mm-hmm. Therefore, right. the problem or the task has not been finished. Therefore, I am always interested in reading more about okay. right. but that in, hobby. In general,
1: though, it falls in the realm of leisure activities, things mm-hmm. that you don't have to do, Op- optional, that's, optional <laughs> exercises. That's actually
0: probably the best definition, is things you don't have to do but yeah, choose but, to. But you do. Right.
1: Yeah. <laughs> um, and, and ideally, they ought to bring some degree of joy or satisfaction mm-hmm. or self-actualization. Or, or whatever or improvement or you improvement. know yeah, yeah. yeah
0: I think I think satisfaction is probably probably what, what I, mean, so I think that? that's the biggest part
1: some of yeah. the uh, major kind of subcategories I guess you guys know what hobbies are but you know we're, we're talking about collecting things and making things and uh, fabric kind of stuff things to do with the. Uh, Um, crafts 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 are a huge section Uh, of that but then you know it can go out from there to you know bungee jumping you're not really making anything other than an adrenaline rush but you're making experiences right yeah Uh, beer and wine making handbell ringing I do
2: that Hey, that's on the list
1: yeah it is Oh well, wait, list. A, There's a bell, list we're looking at right yeah, now. So this yeah. is a list from uh, one of the uh, reference sources that we have online. On Here at the, the library, yeah. EBSCO's Hobbies and Crafts Reference Center. Okay. You can dive into any number of these, but Lego. Um, oh, I do that, yeah. yeah um, paper mache, sewing, surging, sculpting, robotics. Uh, rocks, minerals, and gems. That's true. We and both so like cross stitch. I know you do a lot yeah.
0: more. You do quilting and crocheting as well.
2: I, um, uh, yes. Yeah. So my hobby life has infiltrated my work life, and, okay. and vice versa. I'm sure. <laughs> and vice versa for sure. Because I work for the makerspace here in the library, and this is a relatively new job of the last couple of years for me. And that has benefited me because when I walked into the makerspace. I could cross stitch okay. and that was my main hobby <laughs> and now I can cross stitch I can sew I can crochet I can work on a 3d printer I can use the Cricut I you can, can make a charcuterie board I can on, make a charcuterie Harvey milling, milling machine yeah. I can work with lots of equipment but that doesn't always necessarily mean that's a hobby for me right uh, but I've taken all these things I've learned, and some of them have stuck as hobbies. So right now, I'm working on um, creating my own quilt. I have sewed my own dress recently for Easter. Um, I did a lot of, I did a crochet blanket last year, or two years ago, I should say. Um, All of this originated at work, and then just kind of like took over obsessively for me at home. That is so
0: funny, because I will say many times the crossover for me almost went the other way. Uh So if I Mm -hmm. happened to pick up an interest in my personal life, I would like, when I was the programming librarian for this, A, A, not D, obviously, (laughs) you're both. I was going to say, we have a lot of (laughs) this. But when I was working with the programming team and creating programs for Mm -hmm. adults to attend, a lot of a lot of inspiration for those things were coming from personal interest. Right, so, exactly. So um, I remember doing a whole series on different types of travel because uh-huh. I had gotten into like cruising and, and travel. Getting into oh Legos, I used to. I mean, I can't, actually can't remember which one came first. Cause I used to teach Legos for the tween ages, mm-hmm. um, and I also like Legos in my regular life as well. <laughs> yeah. And then also uh, my sister, my sister got into the hobby of making DIY bath products, bath bombs, and sugar scraps, right, and all that right. sort of stuff. Taught me some about it. I thought it was interesting, and then I sort of finessed that into multiple years of teaching DIY bath product programs, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, you know, periodically yes. throughout. I
2: think this. we still have some yeah. of the materials that you've yeah. got <laughs> yes. for us.
0: Oh, that, that's definitely um, a reality of hobbies mm-hmm. is the yes. sort of like accumulation yeah. of the materials associated. Uh, I
2: can barely walk around my house right now because I, I have surrounded my workstation with boxes and bags mm-hmm. and sewing machines and how do i keep things from just like spilling all, all over flowing. the place for the cats to to yeah. dive one of, into one of my er-
0: <laughs> probably like one of my earliest if not earliest sort of crafting true crafting hobbies was in college was latch hooking
2: Oh yes, which is Every a lot. Time I see watch, you can get which is a video. lot of
0: fun, but mm-hmm. I did actually kind of specifically make the choice to get into cross stitch because the supplies took up less space. Mm. Yes. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh,
1: the people who uh, their hobby is writing things on a grain of rice, they, they, they can store oh most gosh. of their supplies you know, you know just, in their pockets. Yeah, In their pocket. Uh huh. Right. Uh
2: huh. But have you seen but that you, though? You pipe I order. have. Oh, that is incredible.
1: Yeah, it's really yeah. astonishing. Uh, if you collect pipe organs, you're going to need yeah. a little bit of room uh,
2: You can't fit a so, pipe organ yeah, in so your pocket? Couple, uh,
1: not really. Well, okay. you, well, you can with mm-hmm. the phone. You can simulate it. But, uh, but
2: you know what? As a singer, I keep all of that within. Mm-hmm. Right.
1: And that's, that's one true. of the advantages. Um, you can take a out lot the of, chips. Lot of my, <laughs> a lot of my kids uh, came up and had, uh, you know option of choir or orchestra mm-hmm. or band mm-hmm. as well, mm-hmm. I think choir, you don't have to carry anything. <laughs> so you, you, you are the instrument.
2: Exactly. Um, exactly. But
1: uh, one picked the trumpet, the other the cello. So, <laughs> um, God, they so a couple a lot of our kind of obvious library tie-ins with hobbies is we not only have this database, but we have literally thousands of books on oh, practically okay. any hobby that yes. you can think of. We're going to have some kind of getting started kind of books for you um, mm-hmm. and the other kind of tie-in we want to circle back to at some point is hobbies are not just something that regular humans do but there are things that characters in novels do uh, in part to uh, demonstrate you know uh, in shorthand oh this is the kind of person you mm-hmm. yeah to show or, his surprisingly they X yeah. Y and Z yeah um, and then sometimes that can come out in the plot Mm-hmm. And yeah, it can't be done in a really hand-handed, heavy, heavy way where suddenly mm-hmm. the person who mm-hmm. is suspended above the waterfall in uh, Houdini kind of stuff mentions that well, uh, escape artistry is one of my hobbies. Right? Aren't we
0: lucky that my hobby was actually disarming explosives? <laughs>
1: exactly. <laughs>
0: right. Because
1: <laughs> I, I, I studied every German munition. Uh, Great War. That obsessive Indiana. research.
0: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, I will say this: that obsessive research is like definitely the start of almost any hobby I have, and I've had yes. multiple of them, and I've never been a lifelong hobby hobbyist in any particular pursuit. So, yeah. so I that's, like
1: that's interesting because hobbies can become a form of identity. Oh yes. you're the mm. knitter, you're the Cross stater, you're whatever um, But there are mm-hmm. lots of people for whom their experience of hobbies is a a bit like um uh that I, I shared' There's like a uh, process shared, shared some friends that uh, my you know, hobby is collecting hobbies
0: yeah <laughs> um, and
1: uh, settling on a single one wouldn't really be true to my nature because mm-hmm. i'm I'm just interested in everything I'm curious about everything mm-hmm. um, and uh, so th- there can be kind of self-recrimination a very kind of walk of shame as you go mm-hmm. past the uh, ukulele that you were. Mm-hmm incredibly excited about learned everything about um polynesian music and, mm-hmm. and uh, the migration of the polynesians and everything else um and then after about three weeks um you were on to the next thing mm-hmm. uh, but i think over time you can come to terms with the fact that some people just love to learn and yeah just i just would say
0: so so one i don't subscribe to the walk of shame because almost every single hobby I've ever had, I have returned to it, even if it's years later. Okay. So I think I'm always in a process yeah. of it. Maybe I'm just ever hopeful that I will mm-hmm. return to mm-hmm. making things out of pearler beads, since mm-hmm. I have so many at home. Pain categorized by color. Um, and eventually <laughs> the day will come. <laughs> yes, yes, I'm going to take advantage of that very right. right. <laughs> But two, you're right. The love of learning, I will say the one, the one mainstay hobby that I absolutely have always had throughout my life is loving to find a new thing that i'm interested in and researching and learning about it. Yeah. So that's definitely it can be an expensive hobby mm-hmm. <laughs> because you end up getting into the equipment and the gear and all of that sort of inter- stuff but um, just the the joy of finding some new thing that you want to know new, know about yeah. and learn about and become immersed in is right. is something I, I is ever great. For and, me.
1: and you can do that part prior to buying gear. And, so that's uh, much so, fun, though. Yeah, <laughs> so you kind of want to have the, the stuff, but um, you know, I, I find sometimes I can satisfy my curiosity about something just by learning mm-hmm. intensively mm-hmm. about it and say, you know, maybe later I'll get that uh, that digital. Uh, that DSLR, now mm-hmm. that I know what f-stops are and why you Oh, you don't them. know
0: how close I have been to buying a DSLR. <laughs> and I'm not even good or really care for photography. Yeah.
1: Um,
2: well, you, go I ahead, would like to say, though, to to interject with the research part of it, before you buy your gear, mm-hmm. as a crafter, that's mm-hmm. not necessarily the, the order of things for me. Uh, okay. I do tend to purchase a lot of equipment like like starter kits or whatever for Mm -hmm. crochet or the sewing machine you know whatever and then it sits and waits for me to actually get started um but the research part of it i want to caution crafters especially and maybe just hobbyists in general um be careful as to the websites that you're looking at because you may be paying for something that you thought would be this great resource that you never even actually ever use. That's a good point. Yeah.
0: And actually, one of the things that I think is a good point to note is, for instance, you mentioned that you'd be interested, for instance, in the perler beads that I have a Mm -hmm. multitude of. Mm -hmm. And you know what? You're welcome to share in them because I don't use them enough. Um, Right. So that's a thing that I would definitely say is a huge part of this, is that hobbies can be a way to find – Common ground with other people, whether it's groups who are interested yeah. in the same thing that you're that's, interested that's in. That's really
1: interesting because I, I thought one thing that we should explore is some hobbies are very individualistic, mm-hmm. and others are social by their very nature. Yeah, and you, you can't have a hobby of um, pick up basketball by yourself. You, right. you can have a hobby of learning. It's to just harder. Jump, <laughs> jump mm-hmm. But yeah. um, or or yeah, you, know, you know you can't have a hobby of book clubs you can have uh-huh. a hobby of reading by yourself right. but not a hobby of mm-hmm. book clubs mm-hmm. right? and uh, so some things are inherently social and, and some you things you can read are murder individual. mysteries on
0: your own but to host murder mystery parties it requires right. a couple more people right. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah but, but but one of the good things about crafting specifically is um, you both when you are interested in something can get opinion of a seasoned crafter who already can give you very good advice on where to yes. source your materials mm-hmm. number one mm-hmm. number two um, you may be able to participate in a very good craft experience change, meaning, oh, you're interested in cross-stitch? I've got plenty of extra things here. Take one, because I have too yeah. many. Yeah. And, um, here you go and return a set of perler beads. <laughs> <laughs>
2: uh, you're, you're creating a an, an idea for a program at the Makerspace, I'm just telling you. A craft now, exchange. A craft exchange. Would be
0: a great... How yeah. about a crafting amnesty? <laughs> <laughs> right. But, Talking about your shade, bring them in, no yeah. questions asked. Yes. <laughs>
2: the, but I will say, though, that there are a couple of resor- uh, resources that I have found invaluable as far as... Uh, doing that research without spending a lot of money Mm -hmm. I would say definitely the library is a great one so the makerspace Mm -hmm. if you're a crafter I I keep going to that that particular uh, statement Um, the makerspace is great because you can come in and you can utilize equipment that you don't ever have to buy right Right. so I just spoke with a, a patron recently who was just like I do this craft and then I never do that again. And then I go to this craft and I never do it again. So okay. come to the library, do the crafts at the library in the makerspace right. and you can get it all. You know, you don't have to purchase your Cricut. You don't have to purchase right. a 3D a printer. Right. A 3D, 3D printer. Exactly. Um, I, I find myself a lot like that too because I'm like, um, uh, I've sewn my dress now. Mm-hmm. I'm not as interested in sewing clothes now I'm onto a quilt right you know mm-hmm. I did my crochet a year or so ago but I don't really necessarily want to pick up a crochet hook at right. the moment and, and, and I,
1: I think this is important to, to mention we've touched on this a couple of different ways there's nothing wrong with not mastering something mm-hmm. or doing it to the nth degree because you know you can if you're doing it for your own pleasure you don't you know need to impress anybody with how, mass, how masterful you are the other thing is We've got some. Most of us, we've got a little bit of time. You can rotate hobbies. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, you can circle back to things. Yes, and, and, and I rediscovering things can be a joy. Can in be and a of lot itself. of fun.
0: And I, I will say, so there. So one of my talking about uh, uh, a hobby of your being being lexicography. Yeah. Um, I there's enjoy word wordplay. I enjoy etymology, meaning the uh-huh. history of you know words. And yeah. one of the more interesting things I remember is there's a certain number of sayings um, that are sort of truncated that actually have, like, switched their meaning and common usage. So one of them I think I've actually mentioned before when we we talked about sort of families in literature and found families was um, that term, blood is thicker than water. Mm -hmm. However, the full term being the blood of the covenant is thicker than water of the womb, which actually is telling you that your chosen family is stronger bonds the ones of birth right so another one that I want to talk about like the opposite of what exactly yes and And the the other one I want to mention specifically today is um, uh, Jack of all trades master of none that is not the full saying Jack of all trades master of none better than a master of one so again I read your mind. Or my paper. (laughs) Your paper. Yeah. 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 So I think that's wonderful. Like, it's good. Hey, it's okay to have a B in five topics. It's fine. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah. I I do encourage
2: people to not worry about things not looking perfect. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But when I craft, I do tend to want my things to look really good as I'm crafting. Well, the point is that
0: you're always... It's always going to be better. How do you get better at doing something? You just... And we, I, you, you,
1: get kept, you get better by caring whether you get better or not. Right. And, but you can't and literally that, just
0: doing it more than you, once. Exactly. Mm-hmm. The
1: 10,000 hours. Yes, in, in exactly. But you also can't get too obsessed with being great instantly. So mm-hmm. um, one of the things that I stress in, uh, in some of the classes that I teach at the library on whether it's writing a family history or uh, just different kinds of things is if you insist on being great at something as you as a precondition for starting mm-hmm. uh, you're never going to be great because no one picks up a guitar and instantly sounds like they don't know how to play guitar right you have to be willing to be bad for to, a get while, to, good. Mm. to get to good, yeah. There's another and, and saying. So there's what was the, it?
0: Don't let perfect be the enemy
1: of good. Yeah, yeah. Uh, mm. G.K. Chesterton. I guess collecting quotes is another thing. It's uh, also a, a hobby of both of ours, apparently. Yeah, <laughs> a language, but i um, said, um, I'm here "Anything, going, uh. any, anything <laughs> worth doing is worth doing poorly." Yeah,
0: that's
1: good. Oh. Because if you're not willing to do it poorly, you're never going to get to the point
2: where you can do I it well. I need that quote yeah. in my makerspace. Okay. That's I'll, I'll, good. I I'll really do need that. Because, yeah, uh, that I, I think that, that people get very discouraged quickly. Yeah, and mm-hmm. that's not not what we're what we want to uh, mm-hmm. to uh, you know encourage. Yeah. Uh, well, pe-
1: people, it, it's a little bit like um, when people fall into a gambling addiction because it was so easy the first time. Mm-hmm. They went oh, to the, the track, they picked thing. a horse, and it was the winner, and they think right. that kind of sets expectations for how things ought to be. Mm -hmm. And some people do that with with a hobby. Um, They have either beginner's luck or just a natural aptitude for something and they try to do something and everyone was raving at how well they did it mm-hmm. and that sets in their mind the expectation that I that's fall how, into that, that if, if, really it's, if it's a the, real the
0: satisfaction yeah. mm-hmm. if
1: it's something that I'm really going to enjoy I'm going to be brilliant at it right away and there are very few things in life that work that way
0: yeah and I I, I am prone to just run after things that I had a natural aptitude for and, and forsake the things that I don't <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, I mean that's natural though. it is a natural thing I mean you don't want to spend all mm-hmm. your time doing something you don't yeah although this brings into mind what you recently mentioned that book uh that you spoke on recently hurts so good Mm -hmm. that idea of sort of like pain on purpose or like for a purpose right meaning and i don't necessarily it's not i mean for some things like a pick up basketball or ballet or something like that there is a pain perhaps in the beginning level of it getting into exercise you know you're you're sort of if you Mm -hmm. if you quit as soon as you experience the sort of the next day yeah you know that's that's something different but sort of forestalling willing to put in the work and have it come and have the results not be great Mm -hmm. to start with with the anticipation or expectation that you're going to build and see the improvement and find the the enjoyment there it can be an important part of hobbies right
1: yeah yeah and and building mastery over time and being patient with oneself i think that's
0: where we talked about the satisfaction coming (laughs) right it's so much more satisfying when it's something that you weren't automatically good at yeah yeah so that is definitely um that's an interesting one with that uh yeah so
1: what what are some hobbies that that you, you mentioned a couple and mm-hmm. uh, Miranda? What are some Oh, I, I, that I
0: did want to go over one type of hobby. So uh, cross stitch. We both have a mm-hmm. have a love of that. Although interestingly, we actually once taught a class on cross stitch, yes. in which we discovered that our both our approaches and how we got into cross stitch are completely different. Like I do yes. completely different cross stitch than you And and
2: it's really interesting because uh, it's such a niche hobby already. It, <laughs> it just depends on Uh how you learn it It, and like where what your source material is and it just goes to show that everybody's source material might be different mine is a
0: five minute craft video (laughs) and i actually
2: came across while we were getting prepared Mm -hmm. for that or it was another class i was teaching Mm -hmm. uh that there was actually a technique that saved like a lot of headaches. Oh no, I know exactly of, what you're talking and about. And I had never heard of it before. I started well, you sort of do that almost it.
0: French knot right at the beginning. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. To like save to yeah. save, to save your space so you'll yeah. pull out and, the thread. And
2: I was amazed that, you know, you can still learn a craft it after you've done it for a lot of time. But I do want to go over a
0: couple of but them before here.
1: Before we move off of, mm-hmm. uh, of cross stitch, um, mm, one of, I mentioned the language and wordplay. Um, when uh, my wife and I got a Our first website, in long ago, I'll just Mm -hmm. say that. Um, Many of you were not alive when we had our first website. And um, at that time, banner ads were a really big thing. And we wanted it to look very authentic, but we didn't want to sell ads. And so we came up with a bunch of fake ads. And um, one of the ones was was for um, uh, lacrosse stitch, um, (gasps) which is a a special store for um, (laughs) lacrosse-oriented cross-stitch patterns. I mean you so say that, there are undoubtedly
0: dozens if not hundreds of lacrosse-oriented cross-stitch oh, patterns in the world. Yes, yes yeah. Definitely. And so when
1: anyone says cross-stitch, I immediately go back to how pleased we were to come up with the idea of lacrosse-stitch. lacrosse-stitch.
0: One of my, uh One of my favorite things about cross-stitch and purler beads is that name a concept, a character, a food item, an animal, and immediately put it into Google followed by either the words purler bead. Or cross or stitch, stitch mm-hmm. and you and will get something. tangible results. Wow. Yep, <laughs> absolutely. Someone has made the pattern, and mm-hmm. they will sell it to mm-hmm. you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> absolutely. But, but I wanted to go over a couple other things. Um, cooking in general, and sort of food history, is a big, a big one of my. And I and love. stuff about, I was going
2: to say we just recently discovered yeah, did how much you yeah. love that. Yeah.
0: Um, travel, as I'd mentioned already, travel, mm-hmm. and I not just simply travel, but sort of like pra- how to be better at traveling, packing tips. Places to get better gear, if I like a cruise, tips on the best excursions, okay. or ways to save money. Just like how to be better at this activity. I love right. it. So the, the satisfaction
1: of, there's, there's almost yeah. uh and I think you and I share this in other aspects to Miranda, but um, a cleverness kind of rubber. yes.
0: This is why I enjoy both cruising and the two trips I took one to Disneyland and Disney World because they were both vacations that reward you for your research. Yeah. Like you will tangibly have a better I'm, time. I'm
1: doing this really so well. I, yes. sense,
0: I sense that our podcasts
2: kind of go along with what our interests are. Yes. And we might have a podcast in the future about.
0: Right. Travel to that would be a great one. Yeah. In fact, I, I might, might I might good. I mm-hmm. might venture to say uh, something of a hobby slash career thing for all three of us this is podcasting. Oh <laughs> yeah. but uh one last one that I wanted to go into because this is actually a different type of hobby than any other, other ones mm-hmm. because a lot of these require gear or different things. But one thing I got into especially over the last couple of years was um gaming. And I'm a very, very casual gamer. I never played console games, I never played any video games of any time when I was younger, of any kind. And then now I've gotten specifically into The Sims 4 and Stardew Valley, which are both very casual games. But so those are something of a hobby on their own. And there are ones that actually have kind of helped me. I mean, I'm pretty close with my mom in general. But I also got her into these games. So we discussed strategy okay. and mm-hmm. you know, information about it. And there's a lot of uh, tutorial sort of stuff I, I give her on how to play these games. But along with it, I got into modding the games. Because oh, yeah. so, you can add mods right, right. or like configure things to sort of change the experience of these games. Modify
1: or customize.
0: Yes. And so the research of that is absolutely like mind-bogglingly fun <laughs> to do. You know, it's so much fun to, yeah. um, to sort of like find new outlets for like better creators of like mods and custom content. And like learn how to use them, uh, mm-hmm. use them well, and install them and mm. configure them. And so I've literally become a little like I've literally gotten into sort of an area of computer science I never would have thought yeah. that I'd be interested. In fact, I've even sort of wanted to get into some coding myself to so potentially try making some custom content right. or modifications yeah, that, that's myself. That's the path that
1: that, uh, that my kids followed, where mm-hmm. they began by learning how to uh, install custom Minecraft. Uh, builds and so forth. Yeah. Um, but then from that, one of them went on to use that same skill set to learn how to build uh, uh, a, a lamp, the uh, ah. uh, uh, Linux Apache, um, uh, lamp. And anyway, something, um, something. So something. Um, and something, something, and that something, something Python install, probably. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> in, in, installs uh, involves installing patches and modifying oh. things and so forth. And uh, in the it's low a sp- version. Yeah. yeah. So, so, so I do so think it's interesting. A, so, go ahead, Tim, No, I was
2: right. just gonna say I think it's interesting that um, you know we can take the hobbies and and have uh-huh. that as part of our spare time, uh-huh. but also like uh, gaming you were talking about mm-hmm. with uh, going into uh, people who do console gaming uh-huh. uh, can turn into esports. That's or true. you actually, can yeah. have uh,
0: uh, people who or like like streamers streamers yeah. on Twitch and YouTube. Yeah, mm-hmm. or you
2: have people who like to go and go rock climbing.
0: Uh-huh. Or
2: you could go into competitive rock climbing and actually mm-hmm. go into the Olympics, you know. And and it's like um, whatever your hobby can be can lead into an actual um, aptitude right. for a, a profession. Right. Sort
1: of discovering the things mm-hmm. that energize you, the things yeah. that, uh, I that often, you're gifted I at. I often
0: joke mm-hmm. that I really should become a travel agent for mm-hmm. how much mm-hmm. I enjoy that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. so one of,
1: one of my early childhood hobbies was uh, stamp collecting, mm-hmm. not because I had any natural interest in it, but my grandmother gave me a big bag of about a thousand random stamps and said, here we go. And I started looking through, and they're colorful. I was probably eight or nine when I got started. Mm -hmm. Um, And they're not all from around here. And so I started looking at, well, what is this country? What is a Guatemala? Um, (laughs) What what is a a Switzerland? Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. And then some of the things that kind of grew out of that is uh, a love of, uh, well, first learning, um, but Mm -hmm. also uh, geography and Mm -hmm. history and languages. Um, Like, for instance, I, I picked up one, and it's Polska. You know, mm. I don't think I know a country called Polska, but that's what Poles called their own country. We call right. it Poland. All right. And you can sometimes see the connection, es- and things like that. Mm-hmm. But then some of them were really obscure. Like uh, Hungary, the stamps from Hungary were marked Magyar, Magyar Post. And um, it turns out that we call them Hungarians, so they don't think of themselves as Hungarians. And mm-hmm. then that leads to a whole uh, opening up perspectives mm-hmm. on, on the world. Right. Around. You know, why do we use other names of countries that they don't yeah, <laughs> use? Yeah, why <themselves>? are we? <laughs> yeah,
0: it's fairly really interesting, actually.
1: The huh. do- Deutschland or Germany. Right. See, it's I find some... this
0: kind of fascinating because so many of the things that you're discussing that you got into are of interest to me, but I would never, even even presented with that collection, right. would not have really flocked to it.
1: That's the thing that's interesting about personality and yeah. things like that. Collecting is not
0: my thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So,
1: one of the aspects, you're talking about flowing into adult life. Um, faced with this collection, I wanted to organize it. I wanted to bring it mm-hmm. to uh, to order, and I wanted to know what I had. Mm-hmm. And so, from the library, I checked out a Scott Catalog, which is a set that you'll find in any public library in the country um, that shows stamps and their prices and what they looked like and information about the stamps. And I created um, this was. It'd be so much easier now. I bet there's apps where you get to scan the stamp and it would <laughs> tell you and automatically check it off. I mean there's but apps for bird watching there's apps for
2: stamp so collection. Yeah, sure. but, but is it I had more to, um, satisfying yeah, that way? Maybe
1: not. But I had uh note, I had, uh, notebooks full of stamps and their year and their value uh-huh. and I was uh I was basically cataloging this collection and that led me to think uh, systematically about things and any hobby, just about any hobby that I've had since, um, there's been a degree of uh, trying to complete. So if I am uh, get a hobby of, uh, of uh, uh, hard bop jazz, I don't want to just sample it. I want to hear every important album, and I'm not done until I've completed that. And so that's where the obsession and, and hobbies can sometimes Okay, that's yeah, so funny. Yeah. And
0: me- meanwhile, when I was a kid, my m- my mother wanted me and my sister to collect stickers, uh, and the first money I ever made was selling my sticker book to my sister. Uh-huh. Because I she collected stickers, and I wanted the three bucks. I collected right,
2: right. I collected green stamps when I was a kid. Yeah?
1: Okay, yeah. And
2: and went and got a doll from it. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. that's fun. Right. <laughs> yeah.
1: And so there's a delayed gratification of how many stickers yeah. did I get in the Box and yeah, or and, and, uh, and, and, uh, as in I now have three dollars, haha. Right.
0: <laughs> That's all I got out of my out of my yeah. <laughs> or whatever it was. I don't remember how much it was. But, yeah.
2: Well. Um, w- I uh, I think that we talked a little bit earlier about uh, fictional characters and their hobbies. and Oh, yeah. Uh, and yeah.
1: Well, we kind of set it up, but I don't think we did anything. We didn't knock yet. them
0: down. Did,
2: well, we, we can a well bit. let's just say yeah. a little bit of it.
0: Yeah. yeah.
2: Uh, you were talking about, uh, when we were uh, talking before, about Sherlock Holmes and his violin playing. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you see that as a characteristic? Now, one of the things that, I always think of Sherlock Holmes as having beautiful violin skills. Uh But I remember when I was watching um, the movie Young Sherlock Holmes. Oh yeah. And and, uh, Watson walks in, and there, you hear this violin scratching, you know, it's really terrible. Music. Oh, I remember this. Yes, it's when they first meet, and it's when they first meet, and, yeah. first meet and uh, Sherlock Holmes is uh, playing, and he's terrible, and he's about ready to just you start to pitch it out the window or something, it. yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, and I'm like, that just goes to show you're not mm-hmm. going to start from the very beginning having beautiful, right. wonderful skills. Right. And it and it shows um, that also kind of showed his impatience as a character, mm-hmm. but also his perseverance as a character as well. That he did eventually get yeah. the skills. Yeah,
0: and I totally, I in weird ways, I do identify with that sort of idea of like clearly he's someone who is very aware of where his skill sets are. He's trying to build on areas that he's not, but he's clearly going towards the things that he's like. He's not, he, he's not in most situations He's not really interested in like being better at politeness or things <laughs> right. like that yeah. right. so it's not of interest to him but if he thinks it has use he'll go towards it and I, I was like I remember the impatience being good enough I was a, a pretty quick learner as a kid for a lot of stuff so being good enough at that meant that I didn't have a built in patience for things I wasn't automatically pretty right. at right. So, yeah. I,
2: I am a crocheter I am not a knitter I am a cross stitcher <laughs> I am not an embroidery I
0: am a lash hook person and a cross stitcher not I, any of the other ones, yeah. I couldn't do it. Yeah. I couldn't knit, I couldn't crochet. Yeah.
1: And so that's kind of the personality test of given this sort of starting place, mm-hmm. what do you do with it? My mother was a knitter, and mm-hmm. I never had any interest in it, but she that meant that she always had uh, yarn laying mm-hmm. around, mm-hmm. and uh, when she would get to the end where there wasn't enough yarn to do anything with it, um, she would give it to me. And I used that collection of yarn to create a system of levers and pulleys in my room so that I could open <laughs> I the door from so bed. That's and, and that's easy, opening it. But then to be able to close it from bed, that took ooh. some real ingenuity. But I figured out how to do that, too. Yeah, so with, with, here. The, with the same starting yeah. thing, someone else might have, yeah. oh, what can I, you know, we with this. see I
0: tried knitting for probably like a couple sessions of time and I didn't do it. But also as a kid I taught myself how to do the Vulcan salute on both hands. Yes? Huh? Okay. And thought, yep, see you yes. did it too. <laughs> and I was just like, uh, Oh, we're, yes. oh yes. my god. And,
1: and none we of are, us none of are, us struggled. We are really yeah. like just, like, just <laughs> so nerd, gave ourselves away.
2: Nerd cube. Yeah. <laughs> uh, now I know what to do with all my extra little bits, bits and pieces of yarn. Yeah, give yeah, a T mark. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll rig well, up. and I also so, want to say thank you, guys, for what a wonderful conversation about hobbies. And I want to <laughs> encourage our listeners to uh, maybe pick up a hobby that they might not, uh, that might have been thinking about that they haven't really started yet and number
0: one come to the library and look on the shelf because if you want to cross stitch we got cross stitch books Mm -hmm. if you want to learn how to crochet if you're into painting you know, talking about being a crafter and the, the cost of crafting, mm-hmm. come on in, check can't out tell. what we got on the shelf. There's going to be tons to start with. Yes, and yeah.
2: makerspaces are in libraries all across the world, yeah. so please visit your local library and see if they have you, a makerspace You might there.
1: learn in an afternoon that 3D printing isn't really for you, and you'll be glad you don't have a $2,000 3D printer Absolutely. in your Absolutely. But maybe you're really a. You cricket. Also and you you
0: mm-hmm.
1: also yeah. discover it is for you, and you can't wait to come back and do it again yeah so um so feel free to come and yes. explore
0: but yeah don't don't be uh hobby hobbies are are great because um you can never have too many um just you can have too many at one time <laughs> <All
2: right. laughs> well thank you all for listening to shelf check music for the podcast is wonderful adventures by julian von Arb under license from first com music inc Production and editing by Stephen McQuay. And thanks to Arlington Public Library System
1: and staff. Special thanks to the human mind and our ability to uh, take what we see in front of us and find ways of having fun with it. And if you're not having fun with your hobby, there's lots of other ones. So don't, mm-hmm. don't give yourself a hard time. It's okay mm-hmm. to cycle through them. It's okay to start and abandon them. Uh, if, uh, your hobby is, is about doing it for your own pleasure. So have fun.